0: Namaste to all of you. I'm happy to be here with you on the first presentation of the Raja Yoga. Raja Yoga is a fascinating subject and uh, very little understood in spite of its importance. Raja Yoga is a name which appears in the classifications of yoga from the medieval times in India already as one of the four basic yogas yoga can be boiled down to four main typologies of yoga which are jnana yoga bhakti yoga karma yoga and then raja yoga in this context raja yoga represents all those types of yoga which work with technology of the mind energy chakras and all the other technological things from yoga In bhakti yoga, the technology is maintained to a minimum. In karma yoga, the action in a consecrated state of consciousness is the basis. In jnana yoga, again the technology is minimal because uh, one uh, focuses on the essence of one's being. But all the technology of yoga, all the technical knowledge of yoga about the body... The energy body, the emotions, the mind and everything, all of that comes from Raja Yoga. So technically Raja Yoga represents all the technical forms of yoga and by extension even working with the body as in Hatha Yoga and Kundalini Yoga and even the different typologies of Laya Yoga and others, they would be technically included in Raja Yoga. However, this is uh, an extreme simplification and uh, the yogis of the tradition have gone further uh, not leaving Raja Yoga as a generic name for a whole bunch of yoga (coughs) traditions and technologies (coughs) but they preferred to give to Raja Yoga a meaning which is more accurate, more focusing on one single domain. And in this way, in the Hatha Yoga Pradipika already, an ancient text of Hatha Yoga, there is a clear distinction between Hatha Yoga, Pranayama, the methods which use the body extensively, and the Raja Yoga as a yoga of the mind. In this classification, Raja Yoga became more like a yoga... ...of the third eye... ...a yoga of the Ajna Chakra... ...and it became very much... ...a yoga... ...which is related... ...to the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali... ...in some context of India... ...that is called... ...the classical yoga... ...that classical yoga... ...which is based on Patanjali's... ...fundamental treatise... ...the Yoga Sutra... ...and which in essence... It is about the functions of the mind, the functioning of the mind. That one is today called Raja Yoga. And that meaning is the one kept here in Agama when we do such a workshop. There is a statement in the Shiva Samhita, another fundamental text of yoga, which basically sums up and when it speaks about Ajna Chakra, the third eye, it says all the other functions and all the other phenomena which have been reported to all the other chakras up till Ajna Chakra, they can be achieved by Ajna Chakra alone. <coughs> that simply says that in the tradition of yoga, <coughs> many yogis worked intensively with their mind, they insisted very much on the work with the mind, and because of this work with the mind, they discovered that Ajna Chakra, the third eye, the chakra of the forehead, can pretty much achieve anything that one wishes, because the mind is the ultimate power in the universe. Above the mind, there is only the pure consciousness. And the pure consciousness is not really a power. The pure consciousness is the awareness, the presence, the witnessing consciousness, the void. And because of this, in terms of powers, the first power is the power of the mind. The power of the mind is above the five elements and any other power in the universe. And Basically, where that leads us is... That the mind can achieve pretty much anything. Even if some purists would like to twist this and split the hair about this. Nevertheless, the idea remains that the mind is the superior power in the universe. Controlling the mind in its functions, such as concentration, meditation, identification, and others. Then... Is controlling everything. The mind can control any energy, any frequency, any phenomenon in this universe because the universe is ultimately mental. It's made out of mind. It is etched on the surface of an ocean of mind. The universal mind, the cosmic mind, the macrocosmic mind. And therefore, controlling the mind alone up till a certain point, depending how exacting you are philosophically, is pretty much enough. That's why the yogis of India and Tibet, they have insisted a lot on working with their Ajna Chakra, and they were very satisfied by this practice. And this is how the first yogi who wrote a fundamental treatise On yoga, Patanjali, about 2000 years ago, Patanjali wrote it very clearly that one can achieve the whole parkour of yoga with the mind. Everything surrenders to the mind. And this has been called Raja Yoga, the royal yoga, the best path of yoga, the best yoga in which the mind is used extensively. When you read Patanjali's book, you see that although he mentions some general principles about the positions of the body, the posture of the body, he just gives some definition, some vague general definition and he does not describe in yoga sutra not even one single position of the body not even the posture of the lotus or the siddhasana as basic postures for sitting and meditation or concentrating the mind therefore he mentions that it is important to focus on yama and niyama on the posture of the body on the control of the subtle energy or prana On the Pratyahara or insulation from external disturbance. But actually what he describes concretely in the text called the Yoga Sutra of Patanjali. Basically what he does is that he describes exercises or technology of concentration of the mind. General definition. Concentration of the mind. Meditation. Meditation and superior processes of the mind, which include the process of Samyama, that we translate in English as identification, and the process of Samadhi, which we uh, translate usually as a state of cosmic expansion of the conscious. More about this as we go through the process. Therefore, Raja Yoga is very exclusive very peculiar in some ways, because Raja Yoga simply says drop everything, focus on Ajna Chakra, when you conquer the mind and when you have the resonance of the mind, then you've got everything, then you control everything. Then every process from yoga, starting from processes of healing, and mere resonance with energies and finishing with the great processes of the mind, the knowledge of the subconscious mind, the conquest by the conscious mind of the subconscious mind, and other such processes, all of them come possible only via the control, activation and control of Ajna Chakra. So Raja Yoga could easily be defined as the yoga of Ajna Chakra, although the effects are on all the chakras and on all the energies, because ultimately it's the mind, which is the control button, which controls everything in this way. So, this being said, um, if you are curious a little bit about the environment of Ajna Chakra, some years ago, I have I have I have made some commentaries on the Yoga Sutra of Patanjali under the form of satsangs for many many weeks, and I suppose these satsangs are still uploaded up there on the internet, and therefore you can watch them. And the first thing which you are going to see after you watch two three four five six hours of those satsangs is this Raja Yoga is in a certain way very dry. The people that have a big mind, the people that are enjoying very much to use their mind, to stay in the mind, to do things with the mind, they uh, will enjoy it. But for the rest, you will notice pretty easily that uh, Raja Yoga is in a certain way very dry, like there are not too many emotions, exciting things or it's like you analyze the functioning of the mind, the way the mind creates resonance. And you look upon the fact that when the mind knows an object, then the mind, metaphorically speaking, assumes the shape of that object. And if you prolong that concentration of the mind, it results in some processes of resonance and attuning to that reality and all the rest. But nevertheless, from the standpoint of how exciting is that, only the people with the big Ajna Chakra will find it exciting in the beginning. And that's why one of the things which we do here in Agama is trying to bring this uh, Raja Yoga more to the level which is friendly to the user so that you can see that this Raja Yoga is alive. It is something which happens. These processes of resonance of the mind and of knowledge and of insight, and all the things which results from the use of the mind, all of it is a process which is very exciting and which is very alive, and which leads to some wonderful achievements and even to some wonderful feelings in the human being. And thus uh, we have made some wonderful improvements to the teaching of laya yoga i'm sorry to the teaching of raja yoga which teaching of raja yoga precisely because it's so exclusive and so dry it has become very rare like people may say oh i'm interested in raja yoga then they do 2 hours they are dry already their enthusiasm has dried up in a couple of hours and then they are like uh, okay if i chose to do this but it's not true It's simply because uh, the whole process of teaching has to be brought down to the level of understanding so that people uh, practice these techniques with a certain curiosity and with a lot of energy. Agama yoga, being a tantric yoga school, uh, values very much the enthusiasm, the energy, the emotion which you put into things when you do those things. And uh, thus, the same has been done for Raja Yoga. What we do in the Raja Yoga workshop is that on one hand, we follow the tradition of the third eye. We follow the tradition of Patanjali's yoga and we describe to you the main techniques, what is being done, all the tradition of it. In this tradition... We even include collateral things which are not directly from Raja Yoga but which are supporting you. Like for example, how do you put more energy in the area of your forehead so that when you do Raja Yoga you will have some fuel to burn. That means there will be some juice there because to try to do Raja Yoga when your Ajna Chakra is a city in China and you have basically got a zero Ajna Chakra, or almost close to zero, very disappointing, because you try and you try, but it's exactly like you try to start a motorcycle having no gasoline in the tank. You kind of roar it and roar it, and it doesn't go anywhere, and it doesn't start. And that's because the energy is not there for it. So if you want to do technologies which use your Ajna Chakra, first of all, you have to make sure that you have some energy in Ajna Chakra, because maybe 10% of the population, or maybe 5% of the population, has some energy in Ajna Chakra. Maybe even less than 5% has considerable energy in Ajna Chakra. Maybe the upper 2% in terms of mental function percent of the population maybe they have considerable energy in ajna chakra but then it means raja yoga can be only for those but the technology of integral yoga as agama is an integral form of yoga which uses the body the prana and everything is automatically telling you that this is not final doom it's telling you that first of all You can energize your Ajna Chakra and then you can train in the processes specific to Ajna Chakra. That's why in this workshop, in this teaching of Raja Yoga, we are giving to people also asanas, pranayama and other techniques which first of all create the background energy in Ajna Chakra, in the third eye. And then when your third eye is humming with energy, then It becomes possible to deepen it and refine it, educate it and discipline it and achieve some exceptional skills in Ajna Chakra. When Ajna Chakra is completely asleep, then you try to do Raja Yoga and nothing happens. And that's very disappointing because it gives you the impression either that Raja Yoga is a joke and it doesn't work, Or it gives you the impression that you have an anti-talent to yoga, or at least to raja yoga, and that you will never be able to do anything there. But that's not true. So first of all, we follow the integral tradition of yoga, energizing your third eye, and then describing the traditional processes which are done in raja yoga. Starting from the Yoga Sutra of Patanjali, but not only because there are references to Ajna Chakra in traditions such as in Shiva Samhita or in the Taraka Yoga or other and other traditions from India and Tibet. The worship of Vajradhara, of Buddha Vajradhara in Tibetan Buddhism, just to give a totally separate Example which still connects with what we uh, do and what we speak about here. And in this way, one part of our workshop, approximately 50%, is giving you the tradition of Raja Yoga, but giving you the tradition of Raja Yoga in such a way that you will have the enthusiastic participation to it and that you will have the energy and the effects of it to obtain the results. And thus, in just a few days of workshop, in just a number of hours of this workshop, it is possible to teach and do wonderful things, as you will see. The second part, the one which runs in parallel with this traditional approach, is also the fact that in modern times, there has been a lot of study of the mind With uh, the study of uh, self-hypnosis and self-suggestion and neuro-linguistic programming and a lot of other forms of programming of the mind, such as subliminal programming, affirmations, and other things, people have noticed that you don't have to be a huge Raja Yogi to be able, who has spent 20 years on a hill in a cave to be able to actually obtain some exceptional results with your mind. There have been people who have undergone major surgery while being anesthetized via hypnosis, even via remote hypnosis, with the hypnotist not being present there in the same room with them. So I can again give you other and other examples, the fire walking seminars of different teachers and others, which show that it is possible to play with your subconscious mind in a creative and useful way without actually having done 12 years of Raja Yoga with Master Patanjali. I'm not trying to diminish the value of Raja Yoga by Patanjali. But I'm simply saying that being such a severe path and sometimes looking really dry and being for people who are brainy, people who are full of mind, but not responding too much to people who are very emotional or sensitive or body-oriented, kinesthetic, then it is possible to spice that up by using the research because ultimately our Ajna Chakra It has like a visible part, which is our conscious mind, which is the conscious functioning of the brain. And it has a much larger part, like 90% of it or more, is the subconscious part, which for most people is inaccessible. And all these achievements of Ajna Chakra, they are part of the subconscious mind. For example, your subconscious mind knows now, already much, much more than you could imagine. Your subconscious mind is able to see colors of people's aura. Your subconscious mind can perform acts of remote viewing. Your subconscious mind has clairvoyant capabilities. Your subconscious mind can see things of the past and of the future. And in this way, but the problem is how to unlock this part. How to talk to this part. How to let it shine through. And that's why it is possible that through the modern technology, as a sort of a backlash effect, we are going back to Raja Yoga. Many people who invented the autogen training of Dr. Schulz in Germany or the sophrology of Dr. Caicedo in Spain or wherever, in Andorra, wherever he lived, and other, and other technologies of using the mind uh, for various processes of uh, healing or knowledge, all these were inspired originally from the yogis of India and Tibet. And then these people have reformulated these as Western sciences, forms of psychology, neuro-linguistic programming, and other such things hypnotherapy, and other other such things. And it is funny that by understanding these things in a Western scientific way and then bringing them back to the study of Ajna Chakra from the tradition of yoga, you find there exactly the roots of Raja Yoga. That's why one thing which is unique, I don't know how many workshops of Raja Yoga authentically like speaking about what is samyama and how to achieve a state of samyama or how to purify the samskaras in your mind or other processes. Uh, But definitely this workshop which we do here is way more peculiar, way more special and more unique in this way because of the fact that we include technologies of programming the mind which work for lucid dreaming, for astral projection, for purification of samskaras and other such phenomena. And because of this, the effects are absolutely amazing. you are going to study, our school might not be very good in marketing and collecting testimonials stuff like this, but if you are going to see what people who have done this Raja Yoga have to say, have all been amazed. Because things which sound very esoteric, very far away, very remote, very inaccessible in Raja Yoga, actually become possible in a matter of days, in a matter of hours of practice, some such things become possible. This is a unique feature of the Raja Yoga taught in the style of Agama, because again, we teach you the backbone of it, the traditional Raja Yoga, But in parallel we come with all the auxiliary technology which will make you be able to access your subconscious mind in a deliberate and controlled way and in this way obtain effects much faster, very, very beautiful way. That's why I recommend that once in your lifetime don't miss the opportunity and do the Raja Yoga Because even if you thought you knew what Raja Yoga is, you will have a lot of beautiful surprises. Even if you thought that Raja Yoga is not for you, or you are not talented for Raja Yoga, you are going to have a lot of achievement. We study the use of the mind from the standpoint of healing. We study the use of the mind from the standpoint of success. In daily life, like reprogramming the mind. We study the Raja Yoga from the standpoint of different paranormal abilities, such as astral projection, knowledge of the subtle bodies, and so on. We study Raja Yoga from the spiritual standpoint of purifying one's samskaras, that purifying the residues, the karmic residues of the mind. We study, therefore, Raja Yoga from the standpoint of burning the karma, which is an impediment in our spiritual practice. And we study Raja Yoga very beautifully from the standpoint of understanding our deeper self, the spiritual presences, the spiritual guidance which exists out there and which, by Ajna Chakra, Accessible, like if you want, like a form of telepathy or a form of insight, a form of clairvoyance, possible triggered with the help of raja yoga. I, although the issues in raja yoga are sometimes a bit serious. You no, know, like when you study a workshop of tantric sexuality, there there is um, a lot of Uh, humor to relieve some of the tense topics which are being brought uh, into discussion so the subject is a little bit uh, you know it has to be coming together with a certain lightness although in Raja Yoga we um, do not need to bring that lightness too much because of the predominance of Ajna Chakra nevertheless the workshop of Raja Yoga will open unsuspected doors, will leave you with some instruments which you will have for the rest of your life. Both the instruments from the traditional Raja Yoga, but fundamentally explained, uh, that means uh, with chakras, with energies, with resonance, with everything, and at the same time, the elements from uh, neuro-linguistic programming, self-hypnosis, and others, which are facilitating so much your own access to the resources of your own subconscious mind. As I said, once you have a certain control over your mind, then it becomes possible to address your body, your health. It becomes possible to address the success in your daily life. It becomes possible to access the study Of the paranormal, the many, many paranormal things mentioned by Patanjali in his Yoga Sutras. And last but not least, of course Raja Yoga has its top axis in which the function, the power of the mind, concentration, meditation, samyama, samadhi, and all the other processes of the mind which may be identified there, they are used for the highest accomplishment which is self-knowledge and the knowledge of the Cosmic Consciousness, the identification, the Samyama, with the Cosmic Consciousness through the opening of the Crown Chakra and through the resonance with the energies of the Divine Ultimate Consciousness. Thus... I think uh, you should not miss Raja Yoga if you are interested in a global vision of yoga. And um, uh, I think you will be very benefited from studying this. It's uh, seldom that we do it, maybe once a year, maybe once every two years, because it's a very specific subject and people approach it with um, a lot of diligence precisely because of that. I will not say more right now. I have done this introduction in what Raja Yoga is and what you are going to experience in such a workshop. We will study alternatively with one course, one part which is tradition, then immediately showing the modern correspondences to it. With this, I have finished for tonight. Thank you all for joining, and I hope to see you at some point or another in our study of the universe and of the human being via Raja Yoga.